The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey guys, it's a pleasure to be here with you one more night on the Sports Info UM show. It's a whole lot going on in the world of sports, but I just came off of a grand weekend at the University of Miami, having an opportunity to hang out and see one of my former coaches, um, former not former coaches, but former teammates, um, Mark Rick, uh, who is now the new head coach at the University of Miami. Um, Mark is a former coach at University of Georgia, and wow, we're we're expecting some big things from him down at University of Miami. And um, one of my former teammates, Toba Bain, came on last last week and said, "What an honor it is to see uh, Mark Rick at University of Miami, and we're we're so fortunate to have him as our coach." And I I agree totally, one hundred percent with what he said. We're very fortunate to have Mark back at the University of Miami as our coach. And just to think that he left um, four years before I did and went on to be a, a, a offense coordinator at Florida State after being a quarterback coach at Florida State. And um, then going on from there, taking on taking a job at Georgia, being a head coach. Hey, he's got a lot of good seasoning around around. Great football. I mean, come on. University Georgia football. Come on. Vince Dooley. When we think of Georgia football, when I think of Georgia football, I think of Vince Dooley and Herschel Walker. But I also think about the great things that Mark Rick did while he was at Georgia. And um, now when we think about him, now he's, he's you know, homegrown, coming back home to be a part of, um, part of our program. And, hey, and, and, and you can't ask for a, a better – um, I'd say opening three games um, in college football for Mark Rick, you know, and and I'm, I'm I'll be the first to admit um, the team that I saw on Saturday when we split the teams up and um, green against orange, I, I really think that um, I really think that you know we didn't we, you really couldn't see a lot of talent. I think you saw some good plays. I think you saw a lot, some athleticism, and um, I, I, and to be honest with you, uh, Mark has has his work cut out for him, because um, I'm, I'm I I can really tell you um, when, when we went up in that stadium at that game, 
Um, it was always most of the time it was a night game, a Saturday night game at at the um, Lockhart Stadium when Coach Snellenberger was there. Um, Jimmy Johnson, he was a little different, but um, Coach Snellenberger took us at Lockhart Stadium at night and we played there. And it was like a, a real night game for the fans in Fort Lauderdale. But hey, guys, uh, we, we're going to always be able to talk about the University of Miami. But right now, we, we have a, a guest on our show. And um, our guest is actually um, from my hometown, uh, played at Purdue University. Um, his name is Coach Willie Fells. Uh, he's coaching now at um, Bethel College in, in Tennessee, Beth- Bethel, Tennessee. Uh, hey, Coach Fells, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. Can't complain. Enjoy life blessings. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's get that out of the way real quick. It's so, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show, man. And um and I, and I, and it's a true blessing to to see your progress and know that we're from the same hometown and man and know that you still had that passion for football that you um coaching still at um, Bethel University in uh, in Tennessee. And and I tell you, man, our hometown is is tickle pink, and we're so proud of you. We really, really are so proud of you. And uh, keep up the good work, and keep making us look good in Palak. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, I'm truly humble and just grateful for the opportunity to be an example. Uh, well, you know, I come, I came after you guys and and watched you guys what you did, and read the newspapers on what you guys were did was doing back in the day, and watched the old film and. And so all I wanted to do is, you know, follow in the footsteps that you guys had already, already put an imprint for us. And, and we, we just hope our shoes was big enough to fill them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I, I, re- I never heard it like that, but I really appreciate that. It means a lot. Give me a little chill to let, make me think that I had a small part in, being, in, in some of your success. And, um, Willie, congratulations again. And, man, you know, um, uh, how do you feel about coaching um, college football? Um, is it is it a is it, is it something you have a, a you got to have a passion for? It, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have to have a passion for it. You know, much like when you're playing, it's three sixty five. I tell people when you're coaching, it's three eighty five. I don't know what the extra days come from all them double double the twenty hour <laughs> days. <laughs> but it's just, it's, college football is just a nonstop grind because once you get the football season over with, then it's recruiting. And you have to do all of that uh, simultaneously. So it's just it's just really a grind, and you truly have to love it. Uh, and because I tell when you see a college football coach, you best know that, you know, his family has carried the burden. His, his wife has uh, done a lot behind doors because – Without them and that rock, it makes it difficult to be a successful college football coach. And I love it. Uh, I think, that I, you know, I've been in it since 2010. I really didn't see myself as a coach, but I was always a uh, schematic guy. Uh, even as a player, uh, I, was a, I was a schematic. Uh, it didn't take me long to learn a playbook, even when I got to the pro level. Three days to learn a playbook. I never had a problem with playbook. And so when I got into coaching, I didn't really, I didn't really see that coming, but once I got into it, man, I love it. You know, having an opportunity to influence young men and, and just show them the way to go. And show the men that, you know, football is more than just about playing pro football. There's a lot of other opportunities and avenues that you can go into and use the assets that football gives you. 
Amen, brother. You know, um, we don't understand that. It's, I was just telling a young man a couple of weeks ago in middle school that it's so many jobs involved in sports. It's not just always playing on the field. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of technical things that involve in it, camera, uh, cameramen. We have um, production. Uh, we also have management. And it's so many things that you can do. But more than anything, if you have an opportunity to go to college, make sure you get your degree because it gives you a lot of opportunities in this world that you can go and take advantage of. And uh, it's, a, it's a shame that we see um, some guys don't finish their degrees in four or five years. Uh, we have a program down at University of Miami now that if you have not finished your degree, you can go back and they'll still pay for it and um, help you get your degree. And uh, We don't have too many guys down there now that in the room of 300 the other day, I think it, I only knew of maybe two that didn't have their degree. And uh, I wow, think that's, that's awesome. That is awesome, yeah. And that, that really shows is. that commitment, you know, that shows their commitment to, uh, to you know, the athletes and what they've done for the university. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. Sometimes, and sometimes, you know, I tell young men this too, you, you know, there's going to be ups and downs. And so sometimes you may go on this path and, you 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 know the 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 direction the direction to get there may change, but stay focused on what that what that ending goal is and that end in sight, and that is getting that degree, just like you said. And whether that yep. take you four years or ten years, get it. Yep, well, four years or ten years or twenty years, get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I've I've been out of college now for I guess almost twenty over twenty years, and it comes a time, man, where you really have to go out there and make your mind up and get it because it's important. You know, some things in life are really important, and I think that's one of them. You know, it's a lot of a lot of times we look back and say, what if, or if I, if only. I try not to live in that world of if I, if only. I try to get it done if I can. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah. and hey, yeah, and football, I think that's one of the things it teaches us. You know, get it done now. You know, let's do it now. Let's don't, let's don't wait about it. Let's don't talk about it. Let's be about it. You know, so... I, I think football has made a, a a better man out of me than I would have if I didn't have the game in my life. Yes, yeah, I, I feel the same way here. Uh, I just, you know, and that's why I feel this platform that I'm on has allowed me to do so much. And I, and I say every single day, these young men probably do more for me than I do for them. And and the, and the aspect of, uh, um, you know, I have to continue to grow myself. Not only keep up to feed uh, what they may need, and one of the fears that I may I have sometimes is not being prepared for someone that God may put in my life that I need to help as a coach. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 coach, you know, um, you've been at this thing for a while now, but before this, um, you you played professional football. And um, yes. give us give us a little bit of, of the history of you and and the CFL. Yeah, so I, uh, uh, I, out of college, I got picked up by the Hamilton Tiger Cats in uh, Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, uh, much like a lot of guys, you know, I thought that I was going to have that NFL aspects and uh, 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 and uh, was predicted to be a you know a first a first day draft pick. And uh, circumstances that you know happened before my senior year kind of changed that path. Uh, and, uh, you know, I didn't have the total focus that I needed. You know, I was on it. I could go out there and play football, and I think you can relate, but my off the field was not there. And, uh, 
And, and I tell you what, sometimes it's a blessing in disguise with some things you don't get. And, exactly. Uh, and uh, and uh, but I got the opportunity to continue playing football and went to Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, I was rookie of the year that year, my first year. Uh, that gave me an opportunity to go down to the New Orleans Saints, uh, and I was with them briefly, um, and then uh, got released from there and went to the uh, the Calgary Stampeders, where I decided that you know I was just going to stay in this CFL thing and, and, and enjoy myself here because I really love the environment and the people and, and what the league brought. And um, my first year there, won a Grey Cup. I actually scored the game-winning touchdown. And as you know, the Great Cup is is the equivalent of the Super Bowl here, and uh, that was just an awesome experience. Uh, when you know, no matter what platform you're on, when you when you're the last team standing, you, uh, you know you, nobody can tell you nothing because it feels the same, regardless of, who, of what it is. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so I played up CFL for six years. Um, once I got done with the CFL. I moved to Palacca. I was working at Georgia Pacific for a while, and then I decided, you know, to get into coaching. And, and so here I am now, the defensive coordinator here at Delta University. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, coached, uh, you know, one of the top defenses in the uh, NAIA. Um, I've had several football players that's gotten NFL opportunities from my from uh, that I've coached over the years. I've coached uh, over 19 academic All-Americans in five years. And, uh, and six All-Americans. Wow. And, Coach, like I said, we're so proud of you. And, and, and you're still young. You know, your, your, your career is, is, is just getting started and jumping off. Not just getting yeah. started, but, but you're still young and, and energetic. And I, and I feel your passion for this game, man. And, um, and you got to have a lot of passion. And anybody that knows anything about college football know the time that you have to put in. And you, you said yeah. it earlier about, about um, being married. When I, when I first even considered coaching uh, college football, that was one of the first things they asked me in the interview, are you married? You know, because if you were married at that time, they wouldn't even consider you. And so yeah. I know you, you really almost, you have to have a, 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 a strong home, and, uh, and you got to be a strong man to be able to uh, put all of this together and, 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 put, and manage your time as well as you have to manage your time. Because I know you have some early mornings, Coach. Um, you've seen four o'clock many days. A lot of people don't see oh. four o'clock. <laughs> that's that's the average day. I wake up every day about four o'clock. <laughs> Hold on, let's get it straight. Because a lot of people say four o'clock. Oh, I get up around four o'clock every day. No, we mean four a.m. People. Yeah. Yeah. Coach, talking 4 about four a.m. Yeah. <laughs> My alarm goes yeah. off at three forty-five. Yeah, most nights yeah. I don't even get to bed till eleven. So, <laughs> so yeah, I got to be up yeah. in the morning at at, at three forty five. Yeah. Uh, so you know the, those early mornings, I definitely got accustomed to. I tell you that that is an adjustment. Uh, uh, and you know, but I, I I just enjoy it, man. I really do. I, I'm really passionate about it. Uh, I tell you, young man, I I love the preparation throughout the week more than I do the game. Sometimes yeah. when the clock is at the game of it, you know, it's almost like a letdown, even if you win, because I love preparing so much. I love that. that, that. You know, some people love practice. I love practice. I do. I love the process. <laughs> yeah. And, and Coach, you know, uh, we have some parents out there listening. We have some calling in the show from time to time. Um, if you had any advice for these parents, you know, we have a lot of parents now that are, that are 
paying for recruiting services for their children. Um, what advice would you would you give these parents? Well, one of the things that I, I find uh, on the coaching um, from the coaching standpoint, and I have an eighteen year old son that's involved in, so I'm involved in the process as well, and I've been a player in the process. One, I tell first and foremost, parents be involved, be involved, be engaged. Find out as much information as you can possible. Don't be afraid of what you don't know. Uh, um, there is a lot of avenues out there in regards to uh, how you can get your son in the universities. And I know some, uh, some say uh, no to the recruiting services, but I, well, we at Bethel University, we use a lot of the recruiting services here. Uh, and um, I recruited several people that, you know, otherwise I probably wouldn't have knew, knew about if it wasn't for the recruiting service to be straightforward with you. Uh, and, but you got to definitely make sure that you're right with the right people, just like anything else, and make sure their motives and their intentions is for the athlete, uh, not not to, you know, feel they line, line their pockets or whatever the case may be. Uh, but uh, also I, I tell young men, uh, tell parents, you know, in this process, uh, start early. Don't wait till you think he's getting 12 offers from somewhere else. Start early. He need, they need to start, you know, their sophomore years taking the ACT or whatever the testing that uh, SAT, whatever the test is necessary to figure out where you want to be at university. Most kids that may be talented enough to get a D1 offer, uh, whatever the offer may be, it, they don't because they haven't taken their test before this, uh, the last semester of their senior year. And parent, I tell them every day, there's only so many D1 offers. Not everyone's going to get a D1 offer. However, if someone's going to help you pay for your son to go to school and get that college degree, he's a step ahead of the ones that's not. And, uh, and so I know a lot of people watch ESPN and they want their son should be, you know, announcing their, uh, every, everyone believes their child should be announcing their, uh, their who they're going to on ESPN, but that's not always the case. There's only so many spots. And uh, if you definitely wasn't about that craft, it's definitely tough to be in that in that arena. And so, uh, you know, I was blessed with the opportunity to play at Purdue University in the Big Ten, play with a lot of great players. I was an All-American there and uh, an All-Big uh, 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 all Ten player. I tell people I played middle linebacker. I played with four uh, first-day draft picks in front of me at D-line. If I couldn't make all-conference all from there, something was wrong. <laughs> I, I, I played with Drew Brees. And so I played with some guys that was very, very talented. And, um, you know, I just had, I, you know, I was in the right place at the right time and definitely put in the work. Uh, along with another black guy, Lee Johnson, if, um, he was there, we was there together. And, yeah. uh, and, and so I just said with these parents, be engaged, uh, 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 find out as much as you can about the process. Uh, if you do use the recruiter service, make sure the intentions are about the student athlete. Um, and, and and I don't know that you have to buy into every tournament that you know you see out there, or, or, or pay for all of these Nike tournaments that they sometimes put you in. I think that's kind of, can be a waste of money. But the main thing is just be engaged in the process. 
Right. I agree. Hey, Coach, you know, um, I talk to parents a lot, and one of the things I talk to them about is what you mentioned is try and get your kid qualified as soon as possible. In Florida, at the end of your sophomore year, you can take the SAT. You know, so you should take that test the first time at the end of your 10th grade year and go from there. Even if it's just a, a warm-up or just a, a test-a-tester, you know what I mean? You need to get a feel of it, and don't stop there. You know, we had a kid in, at um, Crescent City High School once in 1997, I think it was, James Scott. He took the test quite a few times, but eventually his, his, his accumulative score was high enough for him to get into University of Miami. He went on and got several degrees from there. But, um, you know, these kids wow. really have to qualify as soon as possible, you know, and, and, and it's important. Hey, Coach, I really want you to hold through the break, and we're going to keep you a couple more minutes and get you out of here because we know you got to get up real early. Hey, guys, listen, <laughs> Sports Info UM on the Voice America Radio. We'll be back right after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Spring Bruin hunting is on tap this week for the revolution with Jim and Trav. So you better listen carefully and come loaded for bear. Joining us will be Eva Shockey from Jim Shockey's Hunting Adventures, plus Mike Stroff of Savage Outdoors, Donna Beetle with Polaris, and the revolution survival expert Tim McWelsh. And it's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. We have Coach Willie Fells of Bethel University in Bethel, Tennessee, um, on our show tonight, and uh, Coach Fells, you played at Purdue University. You know, give us one. Give us your biggest highlight at Purdue. Ooh, biggest highlight. You know, there's so many moments. You know, like I said, I, I played with some really good football players uh, at that time uh, in that era of Purdue. Um, uh, we were able to turn the program around and, and went to you know consecutive bowl games for for the first time in like 20 years in '97. And, uh, and, you know, like I said, I played with, you know, Drew Brees. And, uh, but one of the memorial, I guess, one of the ones that stick out when we was playing uh, Michigan State in 98, no, 97. 
and uh, Nick Saban was actually the coach at uh, Michigan State at the time, and we were down 16 points with two minutes left, and we rallied back to win the football game, starting off with a blocked field goal that we took to the house, came back, kicked the onside kick, recovered it, scored, and then scored again to win the game. In two minutes, we scored over 16 points. Uh, and so uh, if you could have saw Nick Saban's hair that day and, and how many headsets he broke in the last two minutes of that game. <laughs> uh, but that's one of the moments that really stick out of me. And, and any time beat, we beat Notre Dame, which is our, one of our rivalries, you know, we beat Notre Dame at home in 97 and 99. Uh, any time we can, we can get it to them, you know, that's a good one. That's a good one for us. It's like oh, yeah. you, you, Miami when y'all play in Florida or Florida State. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anytime we can beat them, that, that that's a that's a big mark for us. But uh, I always yeah. found a, a big pleasure in um, putting it on Notre Dame every chance I got. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anytime I think- Notre Dame... I've always cheered for the team that's playing Notre Dame. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, whoever's playing Notre Dame, I'm pulling for whoever's playing Notre Dame. Yeah. Hey, Coach, do you ever get up to um, Purdue um, lately? Have you been up there? I know you're coaching, and that keeps you so busy, but do you get up that way? Yeah, it makes it tough. Um, I, I went a couple of years ago during the season. Our season kept, uh, ended short in 2013, I think it was, and uh, we didn't make it to the playoffs that year, and I was able to get up there. Uh, for you know the last game of the season, and uh, I was asked to attend the uh, 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 dinner that we had at the end of the season. Uh, but it's really tough for me to get back because of football season, and usually I'm in spring ball. They just had their spring game last week, and I'm in spring ball, so I wasn't able to get there. Uh, but I, man, I believe it. You know, I truly love it. You know, I tell people every day they gave me the opportunity to you know further what it is that I was uh, put on this earth to do. Truly grateful and honored for that opportunity. Oh, for sure. Yep. Well, Coach Fells, um, is there anyone you want to give a shout-out to before we let you go? Uh, you know, just a hey, shout-out to, you know, my, all my uh, Palakians there, you know, uh, and, and all the young athletes there, you know, take the, take the blinders off. And there's a big world out here and just whatever it is that you want to achieve, you know, write it down and, 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 and start spreading I tell guys every day, you can't get if you don't go. And and I challenge you, and I and I challenge young men, just put put your jetpack on and go. You know, when I was coming out of high school, the thought of not making it, I'd go run that bridge. And so, uh, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, knowing that, you know, guys like Darrell Oliver, guys like Willie Fields already done it. So, if we can do it, you can. You're the That's terrible. for sure. That's for sure. You know, um, George Foreman said it best. Make a plan and work on your plan. You know what I mean? You got to make a plan and work on your plan. Don't don't give up on your plan. You know, because God is going to put some things in your head and some ideas and dreams that come out of you, come to you that don't come to me. And you'll see things that I'll never even think about. But you can achieve oh, it, yeah. if you, if it if it's yours to achieve. It is yours. Make it work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So... I- I tell them every day, I tell even the coaches, I say, you better surround yourself around me because God's got to bless me. So that means somebody got to get blessed. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Amen, brother. Amen. And when we can see the blessings, it's a beautiful thing. You know, you don't have to look far because they're so prevalent all over the place. You know, man, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to live in this world we live in, this society that we live in, and be able to talk about this game that we love so much. And coach, it gives me a great pleasure to talk to someone that has so much passion about this game and about the kids that you're working with in this game, man. And um, if there's anything we could ever do for you here at the Sports Info UM show. Don't hesitate. Call us. Yes, sir. And we're here every Monday night. All right. I have to check you out. Truly grateful and humbled to be a part of the show. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for inviting me on the show. Hey, you're welcome, Willie. And don't be a a stranger. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock. Give us a call. Yes, sir. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. Have a great night. Guys, that was Willie Fells. He was calling in and giving us a little interview, one-on-one with Sports Info UM. Willie Fells, man, Purdue linebacker. Wow. He played at my old alma mater, my high school, Palaka High School. What a great guy, too. I mean, man, and it's just an honor to have him on the show. And and it's just truly an honor to um to know this guy, man. And I'm going to tell you, he's really passionate about this, about this game we call football and uh He's just a super guy. We're so proud of him from uh, our hometown, and 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 I when, I when you look at what, some of the things that he did, you know this 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 guy picked off a pass against Ohio State um, in in nineteen ninety nine, uh, October ninth. Uh, he had thirteen tackles and an interception against Michigan State. Uh, collected a team high, eight solo tackles against Indiana. Um, that same season, he received a team, um, the, the Pop Doan Award, a defensive player of the year for, for his team. Man, if this dude, is he was the real deal at Purdue, and, um, and we're, we're just happy to know him and happy that he was a part of part of the Sports Info UM radio show tonight. Good dude. Thanks, Willie. We're always going to appreciate you, and don't be a stranger. Come back. Come back. Yep. Got still some things going on with this Will Smith story. This story continues to get bigger. And, um, and, and you know, last week we didn't know that um, this man was shot eight times. Wow. And I think they say seven of those shots was in the back. And his wife was shot twice. And when you see the videotape of, um, of, uh, of Will Smith, bumping this guy's car it's almost like okay he bumped his car but then they say the guy came behind will smith with such a force that he busted the window of his suv now and then he gets out and shoot the man eight times damn excuse my language but my goodness man come on eight times and then the guy that the passenger in, in the shooter's car says he's lucky to be alive because Will Smith was going to shoot him. Well, they're, now they're saying they don't really think Will even made an attempt to get a gun. But eight times? Wow. Well, that's, something, that's something to really, 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 really think about. If someone, you know, you, you, you lose your life eight times, that's that. That is a bit much. Hey, but guys, let's talk a little bit of football now. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of football. You know, um, Trent Richardson got another shot. 
Is this unbelievable or what? Trent Richardson got another shot. I, I, I'm still wondering if, if, if Trent can make it, but Trent Richardson is getting another shot at being a running back. And when you look at it, he's already been with Indianapolis. He's been with the Raiders. Um, and now, Trent Richardson has signed with the Ravens. And, you know, this is no guarantee that Trent is going to make it, but this is a highland trophy winner from Alabama. And, hey, this guy was expected to do a lot of good things in the NFL. But one thing that really hurt Trent is um, when – hold on. We got, we got another caller on the line. Um, Nathaniel, what's going on? What's up? What's up, Big D? Oliver? Hey, loving life, baby. Loving every second of this life I got. You hear what I'm telling you? I hear you, my brother. I hear you, my brother. You know, it was such a pleasure and an honor to see you over the weekend. I only see, I see you about five times a year, and that's a beautiful thing because some of my friends I don't see once a year. But I, you, I always see you a couple of times, three, four times a year, and it's always a blessing and an honor to see you. And yesterday, and over the weekend was no different. Hey, likewise, brothers. I was always with a smile when I see you. It's like you light up the room, man. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. Well, I feel the same way about you, Nate. I, I, I really do. Hey, Nathaniel, um, how the personal trend of life oh, going? I hope my phone cut off because I'm riding by spots. I just came out of the gym for training someone, and it's, it's, it feels so good to do something that you love to do, you know, helping somebody out to get to a better gym, you know? Right, right. And you know, it comes. It's not just the training aspect of it, though. You gotta be. You gotta have personality, and you gotta have charisma, and you gotta have a little charm, man. And you gotta have a whole lot of humility, but you gotta be strong at the same time. You know, you gotta make your point when you're a personal trainer. I started out as a personal trainer some years ago, down in Miami at the Scandinavian Gym on 163rd Biscayne Boulevard. Right. I don't know if okay. it's still there or not. But no, yeah, they changed it. They changed it. But you know what? Everything you say, you hit it on a nail. It ain't just about training. You got to have personality. Got to have some energy. You're right about that, D. Yeah, you you got to bring it, man. You know they they can't see your they can't see your argument with your wife last night. You understand what I'm saying? Because that energy <laughs> that energy conveys to what you're trying to do. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, that you know. Yeah. If, if you was out drinking last night, they don't need to feel that when you out this morning walking out with them. You feel what I'm talking about? Hey, I lived in Miami a long time, um, Nate, and I know exactly what I, well, I can't say I know exactly. I enjoyed my life down there, and I enjoy my life today, too, where I am here in the humility of Palm Coast, Florida. Beautiful. That's right. That's right. You know what? I know you was at Scandinavia. People don't know about um, Scandinavia on one six third, and they turn into valleys. Now right. they turn, they turn it from valleys to where LA Fitness bought it. What LA Fitness like condemned it? There ain't nobody housing there. You know, it just they just try to take over the market. Like the, the uh, company I work for, Twenty Four Hour Fitness, trying to take over the market and be the giants of the giants. Right. Right. Yeah, I started out at Scandinavian Gym. That was in, oh, man, around 1989. Wow. Well, you're taking me, you're flashing me back now, yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, and and let me tell you, um, being a personal trainer in Miami, Florida, in 1989, with a degree from the University of Miami, and you was drafted by the Seattle Seahawks. Man, I had a good thing going on. You hear me? Okay. I had a real good thing going on. And, uh, and, and I, you know, life was good. I, I really enjoyed it. I had a nice little sweet pad over on um, on, on um, a place called um, North Bay Village. Oh, yeah. Right on the water, overlooking downtown Miami. Oh, yeah. Man, I used to take chicks. My women come to my house and say, this place looks like it need to be in Homes and Garden Magazine. <laughs> Hey, you're right, D. You're right about that, man. Yeah, man. I had a good life, but hey, I, and I really enjoy my life today. I got a nice little place on a in a on a on a little freshwater canal in the backyard. And um, Wait, hey, that's you know, good. And you're a good guy, man. I gotta get you, man. You always been humble, and you just always be yourself when I see you, man. I ain't lying. That's why I always like. I'll be glad. It didn't be no fake. It just feel so good. Like hey. And especially back in the days when I had that little cookout at the house, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. You used to do it right for us, you know. You you were you came out a little. When what year did you come out? I came out in '82, but I was there from '78 to '82. Right, right. right. See, so you came out when I was coming in. I came in in '82, exactly. and I and, and right. I was there '82 to '87. Yep, yep. Well, right. hey, uh, so what, how do you how do you feel about the new coach down there in, in Miami? You know, Mark Rick. You played with him. So Electric fire with that guy. I haven't watched none of the practices, but I seen some called Bleacher Report. I said, man, they got they got them boys amped up. So we've been missing that kind of stuff, and I like the way he spoke to us Friday as a family and inviting you know the old times even to blend in with the youth today. And I said, look here, I had one guy, Anthony Moulton, one of the defense, starting defense tackle, and he met, which he already knew about, Hurricane Carter. And he was talking. I said, excuse me, but you look, you're talking about a legend right there. He said, yeah, I know, I know. You could take all kinds of, like, he done been there and did that. Right. And I had to take a pose picture with them. The, the past and the, the future, you know, and make me feel so good to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, I was fortunate enough to, uh, and, and I guess we need to explain to the, the people that's listening what's going on. Mark Rick had a, had us in a big auditorium. Um, we had over 300 former players there, and then yeah. he brought in the current players in. He had some reserve seats at each table, and the current players came in and sat at one of the reserve seats at each table. I was fortunate enough to have um, Corn Elder and um, and uh, and Gus Edwards sit at our table, and and me being a former running back, you know, and and me and, and one of my best friends, Todd Standish, who was a running back with me at the University of Miami, me and him sitting at the table with uh with Corn and and um. And Gus said, oh, so we had, a, had an opportunity to really talk to those guys, man. And and I, 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 I can remember them guys, but it was some other former players that I met at our table that, that, um, that I don't remember because my mind ain't what it used to be. But I had, a, right. had an opportunity, man, to, to hang out and talk to those guys and, and kind of pick their brain a little bit. And to see Gus said, well, he has lost a lot of weight. He looks good. I think he's, um, he's going to be a, a difference maker this year. Who, the Edwards? Gus, yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. The blue bus, yes. Yeah, yeah Gus the oh, bus, baby. So cool. Yeah. That's yeah, great, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm glad to you got a chance to talk with somebody with some knowledge and each table that they learn from each person and talk to them and they can say, like, wow, you know, they, they, these former players giving back and talking to us and, like, you know, maybe can set the path on certain things I may see. That was a blessing, man. Corn Elders, he, you know, he, I believe he's going to be one of the first round when he get ready to go, as well as it was if he have a good productive year this year. I think you're right. And uh, and Corn had an interception in the game on Saturday and uh, had an opportunity to have another interception in the end zone where he, he, he had it in his hand but just didn't bring it down. Had it in one oh. hand and just wasn't able to bring it down in the game on Saturday. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. 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 Hey, but yeah, it was I could, good. I Go ahead, I'm sorry. It was a great weekend, man. The, the game on Saturday was was good. I mean, yeah. Man, we had so many guys on that sideline at one point. The referee almost, he, he, he had to come down and say, hey, y'all got to back up. Back up, back up. <laughs> <laughs> and they made it so cool this year. They, they, had the, they had the water station right behind us where we had right. all the free water we wanted. They gave us a wristband to go on the field. All the free water we wanted. And uh, but we couldn't take the bottles on the field, you know. So, awesome. but you know, you know what? I, I was on medication because in some some medication. I didn't know that Benadryl made me feel like wow. Yeah. I told my wife, "Don't you never prescribe nothing like that." And I got to train somebody that they had me like woozy, so that's why I couldn't make it sad. But it was a privilege and an honor just to be there in the house. With all these former and future players, and with our, our new coach, it was an honor, man. I was trying to make that call to you at eight on the head, but you know I was trained. I was like, wow. So I said, a lot of Mondays I will be able to to get on the station that allowed me to speak a little bit. So I have to I have to make a quick run. Are you on the air now or what? We're on the air right now. Uh, hey, and hey, we've live talking, talking all across the world. Uh, Voice what? America's only station on North in North and South Korea and every country in the world. So, hey, uh, Nate, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. And don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock. Sports Info UM on the Voice America radio. We appreciate you. We appreciate you, Jerry. Y'all thank you. Have a blessed day. You too. Hey, guys, we'll be back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. We have James Oliver on the line, my nephew, Carl. We're going to talk about the NBA a little bit. And first of all, let's talk about my nephew, my grandnephew, Javon. He's <laughs> transitioning from T-ball into, uh, into the pitcher machine this year. How's it going, Jay? I'm, I'm just, going, just going fine. Good. You know, um, last for the last couple of years, my nephew, Javon, has just been a terror. We expect him to be in the major league, without a doubt. By the time he's 16, we're going to have scouts looking at him. By the time he's 18, he's going to be drafted. So um, how, how's it going on the, on the machine so far this year? Um, he, he's struggling right now, but once you make contact with it, it goes to the outfit every time, and he just expected to do that every time. Yeah, he has to be patient, and 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 just think, he has what two more years in this league after this year? Yeah, yeah, he got two more years after this league. Right, so he he next year he'll be killing it, and the year after that, right, he he's also he's on, he's on two different teams. He's on a traveling team where he have one tournament a month, and this league, so he's gonna get more practice at it. All right, let's don't work him too hard at a young age. How old is he now? Eight. Um, seven about to turn eight. He he wanted to try for the other team. Okay, I know that, but I'm saying we have to make sure he 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 paces. So we don't want him because next thing you know he'll be in three leagues, and nah, we gotta we gotta it gotta stop somewhere. We gotta have fun at this thing. Yeah, but this, this one this one is about to come to the end this month. All right, okay. Well, I ain't gonna tell you how to do it, but I know you're gonna do it right. And um, let's make sure he have fun at it. Don't make it a, a chore for him because he's still yeah, young. He, he, he get to be. He, he, he wants to do this. Yeah, when he gets to be twelve, we want him to still have passion for the game. And when we when he gets sixteen, we want him to have more passion than he ever had for the game. So you got to have some room for for hunger. You know what I mean? You can't feed him too much because if you feed him feed somebody too much of the same thing. At an early age, guess what happened when they're 15? They're tired of it. They're tired of it. They don't want no more. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey. Yeah, yeah. I, I, For some reason, I don't really care too much for french fries. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, that's an inside joke. But anyway, uh, Jay, you know, the, the NBA playoffs are here, and I really love talking basketball with you guys all the time. You know, um... We have some really good games coming up, um, and we have some really good games that have already started. And this is my favorite time of year is the NBA playoffs. You know, um, 
and and I guess the game that's that started everything and the big mystery of the NBA playoffs would have to be the um, uh, Indiana Pacers beating the Raptors off the top. Yeah, that was that was a good game. Yeah. So um, you know, and 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 we all are saying that Cleveland and the Warriors. Is that what we're waiting for, or is there going to be some some competition out west? Do you think the know, LA San, Clippers? San Antonio, might... San Antonio still looking good. They 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 old, but they still looking good. I agree. San Antonio looks good. Uh, I, I I really think Doc Rivers and the Clippers have got to be the sleeper, especially with Blake Blake yeah. Lord Griffin being out um, almost half of the almost the whole half of the second half of the season. Yeah, he, so, he and Zora had a double double last night. Yeah, like fourteen so, rebounds, I believe. I, I really think that um, the Clippers could be a sleeper out west. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. And then when it gets down to the crunch time between. Oklahoma City, the Clippers, and um, um, somebody else got to be. Between those three teams, I think they're going to work on each other. So it's not going to be a cakewalk for, um, for, for, the, for, the, um, for the Cavaliers. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean for the Warriors, I take that back. It's not going to be a cakewalk for the Warriors. Now, I think this Houston Rockets series with the Warriors, they're gonna, they, I think they're going to knock them out in four games. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's going to be a sweep. But I, I think Cleveland game, they're going to be str- they going to struggle with um, Detroit. I don't, I don't think that's going to be a sweep. I think that's going to be an easy series for Cleveland. I, I don't, it, was, they, they, it was close last last night. It doesn't matter. That that dude drumming, he can't he can't shoot free throws. You have to take yeah. your best player off the court because he's a nuisance. Man, yeah, come on! How, how do you expect to win when you take um when you take LeBron James off the court in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter? Can you yeah, win? You Are you expected to win? You can't can't do it, man. It's an easy win for the Cavaliers. That's that's gonna be I, real easy. I think they're gonna win, but I don't, I don't think it's gonna be a sweep, though. I think I think it's gonna be a sweep. LeBron letting his team know we gotta knock these guys out. We want to rest. Uh, LeBron, and, we, and and what do you think about LeBron James being the coach of that team? That's basically what he is now. Okay. A player coach. He's, I, I agree. He seems like he's a player coach. And you know, there's a rumor. You know, there's a rumor. Out, me and you just started. <laughs> that LeBron James is going to LA to be a to be a player coach. <laughs> he leaving the Cavaliers. He's getting ready to leave again. He's jumping ship again. He just, going to he LA. Got that to year to year contract. Huh? He do got that year to year contract. Yeah, I know, and that's why he's gonna be able to leave. Yeah, he, he's getting ready to leave. They say he got the year to year so he can get the max money. But uh he's yeah. getting ready to leave to go to LA and then some movie company is gonna offer him like an extra five million just to be out there, you know what they I mean? Talking about Luke Warren, they trying to get Luke Warren to come. I, I can see him going there. No, they, he no, said he's he, not interested he's in the. the Knicks, um, so they talking about he's going to the Knicks. They say he's not interested in the New York Knicks job, but I can see him going to L.A. But they just got Byron Scott, you know. Yeah. But Byron Scott seems to be ready to leave that mess already. Yeah. But um, you know, um, Stephon Curry. 
he left the game with an injury the other day. And yeah, don't think angle. for a second that if he's not playing in this in this in this round of the playoff in this playoff series or this NBA playoff Western Conference, they don't. I don't see them winning without him. I, I think they could still win without them because even when he was out, they they didn't take the deficit down by that much. I'll say this: they can they can beat the they can beat the Rockets. But they won't yeah. beat the Clippers in the next series if they can't. If the, if yeah, they, won't, they won't beat the Clippers or the Spurs without without Steph. Without him, and and I and I'll tell you this: it's not going to be an easy. It's not going to be a pushover series for the uh, the Spurs against the Thunder. You know these these two teams. That's what I'm talking yeah. about out west. That's, the Spurs that's, and the that's Thunder. Yeah, those are going to be some good games. You know, well when we look at at the Cavaliers, if they beat the Pistons, which I think they're going to beat them in, in four, then they they have the um, the um, um, Atlanta Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks or the Celtics next. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and, and hey, I, 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 they should they should arrest Steph because I think they can beat this team without um, playing Steph all the way to get that ankle sometime here. Uh, I don't know about that. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if they could beat the Rockets without Steph Curry. Even though uh, I really think James Harden dribbles the ball way too much. Yeah, uh, that's one of his problems. And, and and you might be right. They can, they they possibly can rest Steph Curry and get him right for um for the next game. But it's not going to be easy by no means. And and this is a this is my favorite time of year. I used to have trouble getting to work sometimes because I stay up to one thirty in the morning looking at these Western Conference <laughs> uh, games, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, check check this out. Who do you think is going to win the series? Uh, win it all. Win it all. I think it's going to be LeBron and Steph again this year, and I want I want LeBron to win one for Cleveland. Just because that's his hometown, and he needs it. That's what he came back for, basically. I, I agree. I, I, I want to see LeBron James win it for Cleveland. I really do. Um, that's what he went back for. The only problem is, if he win it for Cleveland, he may leave. Yeah. He yeah, he, he, you know, because he's come back to do what? He did what he, what he said he was going to do. What would stop him from going on to... You know, doing what LeBron wants to do and be a player coach for the Celtics. You know, and I and I say that because I remember people being player coaches back in the day. You know, Boston Celtics had player coaches. JoJo White, he was a player coach. Uh, Bill Russell, he was a player coach. So it's it's not it's um and, uh, Dunleavy. You know, uh, the guy Dunleavy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. His his dad, the, the player Dunleavy, who plays um, with uh, Chicago. Uh, Chicago, his dad was a player coach at one point. Yeah, and, and then he be just. I didn't just, know they had that many players. I just knew about Bill Russell. Yeah, no, there were guys after Bill Russell who were player coaches. So I could see this, uh, see uh, LeBron um, doing something like this because, like you said, he's already a player coach. Yeah, he's yep. in the coach's box when he's sitting out in the <laughs> yeah, and, and and let's don't get it wrong. I think Tyrone Alou, um is a better coach than the one they had before him, and I think yeah. he, if they make it to the championship, it'll be because of him. 
I think he's made a big difference in some of the little changes he's made with his team. Yeah. And I think he's getting a whole lot more out of Kevin Love than um than Yeah, he uh, is Kevin he is falling down. Yeah. 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 But when we look at the uh, the Celtics and the Atlanta Hawks, one on one, one oh two. That's the game that I think the Celtics. I think Brad, Bradley just got hurt, didn't he? Yeah, Bradley Bill, and he and he got hurt. Didn't play hardly any in that game. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's their second leading score. Yeah, yeah, but um, the Cavaliers, man, I don't see them doing anything. Uh, uh, the, the Dallas Mavericks, I don't see them doing anything to the Thunder. You know, Thunder blew them out, um, one hundred eight to seventy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not that's not a good that's not a good showing at all. Yeah. Well, Jay, um, we we coming up to the um, to the end of our show, and it's been a pleasure having you on, always. And um, I'll be over to see. I got Javon's schedule. I'll be over to see some of his games in the very near future. I'm clearing up some yeah. time just so I can get yeah. over there and check him out. Trey's she coming too. Well, I can't wait. I'm telling you, I'm coming. I will be there. Taylor, uh, Taylor's playing, too. Taylor's playing in Jacksonville. I got her schedule. Taylor is my niece. I got her schedule as well. And I will be coming and going to see some of her games, too. <laughs> yeah, without question. Yeah, And I got to get over to Taylor's school uh, to, to hang out over there because that's not too far from where I live. Yeah. But, hey, man, thanks again for coming on the show. And um, it's always hey, a pleasure. Uh, Always a pleasure, and um, hey, we got to go and catch a game this year. Check, check out the yep. Jaguars. Yeah, Jaguars and the Miami game. And the Miami game, definitely. That, that's what we. I, we gotta I, get I wanted. To I wanted to go to the Miami game with you. Well, we'll be going to a game this year for sure. I, yeah, you I'm know. off every weekend. Well, let's well, let's let's make it an early game. Um, as a matter of fact, I was just looking at it. we play. Um, um we play. We play. Um. Ah, I just saw our schedule not a few minutes ago, and we got some good games really early. So we'll go down and check them out, man, without question. All right. Yeah. Good yeah. Luck. Yeah. We we play North Carolina at home this year. Play Florida State at home this year. Two good games. Yeah. FAU at home this year. Yeah. Pittsburgh at home this year. Oh man, NC State. No, we play them at NC State, but we play Duke at home this year. So, hey, we got some good games to choose from, man. And um, just let me know what game you want to go down there and check out, and we'll do it. You go to every game? No, not every game. I go to about four games a year, three or four. Okay. Yeah, but I'm saying whatever one you want to go to, that's the one we're going to go to. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, hey, Jay, we got to run. It's been great. And don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock. Call us and let's talk about Javon and let's talk about um, Taylor. Let's talk about what's going on in the world of sports. Let the world know what's going on. All right. Thanks, Jay. All right. Hey, and guys, thanks for listening to Sports Info UM on the Voice America Radio. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.